This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. In five days to reach an agreement to avert a government shutdown. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy still faces an uphill battle as hard right conservatives in his party are looking to use the shutdown as leverage for spending cuts. Meanwhile, the Senate will begin moving ahead with its own short term solution. Let's bring in NBC News Capitol Hill correspondent Ali Vitali. Ali, what's the latest you're hearing on the negotiations so far? Yeah, no better news than what I brought to you yesterday, Mika, the idea that lawmakers, even though they worked over the weekend on the House side, don't seem any closer to a true consensus. We did hear from Speaker McCarthy yesterday, though, who continued to sound notes of optimism. I think what's going to be fascinating this week, though, is, yes, watching the ways that McCarthy still tries to herd the cats within his conference, but also seeing the ways that they end up interacting with this Senate plan that Schumer and other key leaders are still trying to cobble together. I was told that staff on the Senate side are still working working through the night to try to come to what this agreement could look like. And again, we're talking about a continuing resolution here, something that would just keep the lights on for an extra 30 or maybe 45 days to buy these folks some time to actually do these appropriations bills. They are not fast processes here. That's why they're in the time buying business. But if McCarthy were to take this lifeline that the Senate could extend to him, yes, it would help on the government funding front, but no, it would not help him in terms of actually keeping his job because just the very word continuing resolution or a CR, as we shorthanded on the Hill, is something that could have several of his members, including Matt Gates, trigger a motion to vacate, fire him from his job, and then you're back in a chaos standpoint. I think that's the thing that I'm generally keeping in mind here is that the shutdown is one piece of this, but the back half of it is the open question of if McCarthy will keep his job. And look, Lemire asked a good question this morning on Way Too Early. If not McCarthy, then who? I'll tell you what I told him, which is I have no idea, but the chaos for mm-hmm. some of these conservative members is truly the point, and that's chaos certainly in the House may be finding themselves in a similar situation to the situation that I found myself in or just that they want to make that break, it's possible. You know, we can't, and what I think is, in my opinion, again, what I think is damaging in ways is isolating the people that come out and then questioning why they did. It is hard to come out. It was hard to find my way out because of what we said. You know, I, I had financial limitations and I did have other counsel, but it was also hard coming out on the outside because I didn't know if I'd be welcomed by people. Mm. Um, so I think that you know, if we can cr- create and foster an environment where people feel that they're welcomed and that there is a life on the other side, mm-hmm. which is one of the more eye-opening 
parts of this experience for me too is that like there are good people in this world <laughs> that want to help and that are there and that have similar interests that we do that we all want the republic to survive we all should want the republic to survive um but in the way that that mr trump's trajectory currently is going you know i'm not confident that he will have it survive and you know i would just encourage them to think about that Pearls of wisdom from Cassidy Hutchinson. It's Tuesday, 26 September, in the year of our Lord, 2023. What, what a better way to start the war room. You got Morning Mika, Rachel Maddow, Cassidy Hutchinson. That's kind of the three horsemen of the apocalypse, right? Um, when the Morning Mika clip, her introductory clip there for the first, I don't know, 20 or 30 seconds kind of sums it up. Let's go, I want to play that again. This is going to be our mantra for today because even Morning Mika gets it. Let's go ahead and play that again. In five days to reach an agreement to avert a government shutdown. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy still faces an uphill battle as hard right conservatives in his party are looking to use the shutdown as leverage for spending. Okay, it's not totally correct. We weren't looking for 30 September as to force the spending cuts. These are supposed to be done months ago. I want everybody to remember in the fog of war, it's very uh, important. The, the, the side that wins is going to have complete clarity on what our task and purpose and what our mission is. The mission, just to go back, you know, and, and, and Cassidy Hutchison, they're about to, you know, cry great big crocodile tears with Rachel Maddow. Uh, you know, she's she wanted to know if there are people that would welcome her on the other side. I think the big, massive book contract she got for that book that I would politely say may have, um, I don't know if it's fantasy fiction, fan fiction, I don't know what it is. But um, I think some folks are going to, um, in court, go through some of the things she's saying and, and make sure that she really has to back up what she's been saying. But let's continue to save the republic, Ms. Hutchinson. One must make sure that we don't fall into a financial abyss. And right now, they're throwing out shiny toys all over. You know, you got the Menendez situation <laughs> this morning, semaphore. And I'll talk about a little bit about this with Cash and Raheem. They're both going to come on. Uh, actually, a blockbuster about the Obama and, and Biden regimes in Iran and agents, actually, I guess, from the Iranian government working, looks like in the U.S. government or around the U.S. government as advisors, another blockbuster. And on the eve of tomorrow, I think tomorrow's the first uh, of the impeachment hearings. It's going to start and be loaded, as uh, John Solomon has up on uh, just the news site. It's going to be loaded with kind of the Ukraine situation. Natalie Winters will be covering that for us. As we get into that and also as we hang on the precipice of uh, financial ruin, no, no one wants to talk about the main thing, and the main thing is that if we do not, if we do not get absolute control of the finances here and do it now, and we were supposed to do it with the appropriations process, there's not going to be any country to save. You have a massive invasion on the southern border. More of that's going. Uh, more of that's going in um, uh, nonstop. Eagle Pass, Texas, all of it. So you've got that going on. You have this debacle in Ukraine. You should know all these games are being played up right now. And there are 
a million different ways they're trying to Enron us. And when I say Enron us, I mean this audience. You've had the back of these patriots that are actually standing up on this, uh, on this fiasco of the financing, 202-225-3121, and whether it's Garrett Graves, uh, the architect of this disastrous debt deal. You notice how they never go back. You notice how McCarthy and Graves and these people never go back and embrace what they did. They never go back to, that, uh, to the bill that was passed on the debt deal for two years. They never talk about that. They don't want to own that. Remember all the lies you got? It was going to be permitting and all these cost savings and all that. Where is that? Where is all that? Where, where, where is any of that? Have you seen any of that? You heard any of that? That was all a pitch. Nothing actually happened. It was just a pitch. The country's on the precipice of financial catastrophe. $10 trillion in the next 12 months. EJ and Tony's here yesterday. $2 trillion has to be initially financed for the deficit. You have another eight trillion that's coming up is rolling over of all debt we had at lower interest rates. E.J. Antoni's projecting that the interest rate is going to be close to a trillion dollars, more than the defense bill. You add uh, Social Security, uh, Medicare, defense, and interest, you're getting pretty close to the total cash that comes in. That leaves Medicaid and all the other discretionary programs outside the box. And people talk about, oh, we got to get into, you know, uh, Judas Pence and, uh, and Christie. or sit there, oh, we got to get into Social Security and Medicare. Well, let's do the following. Before the American people are going to be comfortable with that, I think we got to show that we can manage the House on the discretionary spending side. And right now, you could say that you got to have massive cuts to defense and massive cuts to discretionary spending. This, this not, you can't have a 10-year... If you have a 10-year plan on balance, but it can't be 10 years. It's got to be up. It's got to be three to five years, max. Because if you don't have that, you're going to be at 45 or $50 trillion quickly. And then just the law of large numbers, the interest expense on that, is going to suck up everything. So you're going to have to have a fundamental restructuring of the American economy. Biden said this yesterday in, in pitching Bidenomics. Biden actually said that we had to come in here and what we had to do, we had to restructure the American economy. And he said, I did that. I vaccinated the country and I saved the economy. That, that's his two pitches. And this radical energy plan that he's got, uh, one of the, uh, there's an analyst out today saying that he thinks oil could go to $150 a barrel because of the, the radical nature. This is because of, uh, of lack of production here in the United States because of regulations put on by the Biden administration. It all comes down to this fight this week. And look, the impeachment, first off, these hearings should have happened nine months ago. And I hope Comer and these guys and, and, and Jordan, I hope they are prepared because the Democrats are going to come loaded for bear. Uh, the Republicans, to me, until at least Stefani got involved in the first impeachment, were not exactly, and you saw a lot of these same people, they're not articulate. They can't think in the moment. They can't pull things back and, and set frameworks for the American people to understand. Uh, the lawyers on the Democratic side are going to be coming in loaded for bear tomorrow, so I hope they're prepared to hit it, hit it hard, and have muzzle velocity. But that even right now is a shiny toy because they're trying to say, oh, 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 well, you can't shut that down. We need to keep the government. The, the issue before us is not midnight on the 30th of September. We've known that's been coming for since this Congress got in place in January, and we set the rules because of the heroes and patriots that sat up and fought it. We knew this was coming. 
McCarthy specifically knew this was coming. Remember, the reason we're here is that after he, may, after he and Graves and McHenry made this terrible deal and gave Biden everything, they then tried to go back in a mini retrade because Massey and others were sitting there going, oh, the appropriations process will do it. And he tried to change a little bit the top line number as another shiny toy to put out there and say, oh, yeah, 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 we'll get to those cuts in the appropriations process. Remember this? The appropriations process, they didn't do any work. I mean, the appropriators tried to, but McCarthy, I think from, from mid-June on, there was only 15 days until people got back, only 15 days of work before people got back. And then they took the extraordinary, unheard of, six weeks August break. They did that on purpose. Why? They didn't want to get into the appropriations process in detail because they understand they weren't prepared to deliver the cuts because the lobbyists don't want them to deliver the cuts. The reason this is the imperial city, the reason the counties in Maryland and Virginia that surround it are, you know, what is it, five of the top seven counties, wealthiest counties in the country are here. How can that possibly be? How can you possibly, how can you possibly have that type of wealth? Because it's like having a private equity fund that reloads every year with $7 trillion. And even if you take out what has to go to Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, it's a couple of trillion dollars, trillion flowing through here, and they get to allocate it. This is how the Imperial City, this is why it's like Paris. You've got the boutiques, you've got the restaurant. Remember, you've got the Lamborghini dealer, I think it's out, out, in, uh, out in northern Virginia. It's, they sell more, but uh, they, they're not the most profitable. Why? Because they don't need to finance. People walk in with cash money and buy them. Or maybe it's a Ferrari dealer. The, the one in L.A. I think is bigger in Miami because people need financing there. They've got to finance it, not in Washington, D.C. They're walking with cash on the money, cash on the barrel. This fight, and you're going to have now you're going to have a direction coming from the collaborationists in the Senate. Remember, those collaborationists gave us all the Biden spending. He couldn't have gotten across without them. The collaborationists are coming. You've got Don Bacon coming in a different direction. They want a CR that lasts till January. The fight to save the country's finances, which is a proxy on saving the republic is happening right now. And those heroes, the Gateses and the Rosendales and the bishops and all of them, are all in the crosshairs as this fight continues. What's happening behind the scenes, which we'll explain to you as the morning progresses, um, and uh, is quite intense. I'm not back from the... Uh, I'm not back uh, in, the, uh, in the imperial capital for my health, trust me. Okay, we're going to take a short break. Uh, we've got a lot going on this morning. You're in the driver's seat, 202-225-3121, emblazing that with your number two pencil in your notebook. Short break. Back in the worm in a moment. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Do you get the feeling that the unthinkable is going to happen soon? Well, I do. But between the distractions and smoke screens in the media, We probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Let me repeat that. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to MyPatriotSupply.com and prepare today with emergency food that will stay fresh for up to 25 years. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious food kits, offering over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength 
under stress. And don't forget about water filtration and purification products. These are perfect for your bug out bag, survival supply, or your camping pack. One thing is for sure in this world. We all need to stock up before panic sets in. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. It's time to prepare for what is coming. So prepare with the best. MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I, I want to show you, it's, as I told you, it's going to get quite nasty, and behind the scenes, it's even nastier. This is, Matt Gates is obviously the leader of this resistance and, and kind of the architect, and his, as articulate and smart a thinker as he is, particularly on his feet, they need to chop block that. So they started this last night. Raheem's got this extraordinary interview with the president, but I've asked Raheem to join me. Let me play this clip. From Rachel Maddow last night, and then we'll, we'll, we'll tell you exactly why this happened. Go ahead and play it. There's also a couple of instances involving Congressman Matt Gates. Um, I will omit most of the context here, but I'll tell you the lines that have kept me uh, up, and, up and uncomfortable. He chuckled and brushed his thumb across my chin. Has anyone told you, ever told you you're a national treasure? You describe a night at Camp David. Um, when he was leaning against the doorframe while um, somebody answered the door to another cabin, Matt straightened his posture when Kevin McCarthy asked him what he wanted. He explained he had seen my golf cart parked outside and thought this was my cabin. Embarrassed, I got up and asked Mr. Gates what he needed. He explained that he was lost and asked me to escort him to his cabin. I told him to proceed around the circle drive. All the cabins are clearly marked. It's impossible to get lost. He asked me one more time to leave with him. Kevin McCarthy then said, quote, get a life, Matt, and shut the door. Now, Mr. Gates, um, we asked him for comment on these allegations tonight. He told us, I don't remember either of these events. And based on Cassidy's prior false statements, I doubt they occurred. I did date Cassidy for a few weeks when we were both single years ago. We parted amicably and remained friends thereafter, even during President Trump's post-presidency. And then he goes on to make other unrelated claims um i just i'm sorry to ask you if you want to respond to that but i'm going to ask you if you want to i would love to respond to that right? okay. so thank you for giving me the option yeah um i will give matt credit in his part of the statement that we did have an amicable working relationship mm. and we we were good friends at, at points um matt gates in my opinion is somebody that i personally do not hold in high regards in terms of trust. And I do not think that Matt Gates has the best track record for relationships and condoning, condoning his relationships, how he thinks that they might be defined. I will say on behalf of myself, I never dated Matt Gates. I have much higher standards in men Let and me men, Matt. I will, I will say, I will say on behalf of myself, um, I'm kind of gobsmacked here. Dating Cassidy Hutchinson, but Congressman Gates. I love that line, maybe the best line of the year. You're a national treasure. I don't think, Cassidy, you're going to have to have some backup for that. You're going to have to have some backup for that. Uh, but here's what's going on. Let's, no need to be, try to be funny about this because it's quite serious. This is all, there are no coincidences in this town. 
This is all dropped right now because Matt Gates is the leader of this trying to save the country by going through an appropriations process where you actually start to have massive cuts, as Morning Mika tells you. And what they want today, they don't want Matt Gates going to these gaggles and being able to talk about the business of the nation. In the gaggle, all the questions are going to be for the next three or four days about Cassidy Hutchinson. Raheem Kassam, this is, this is their old playbook, right? This is the big diversion. Let, let's throw out a couple of what he put his thumb across her chin and called her a national treasure. This is now going to absorb the name. This is called the shiny toy. But this is the shiny toy. This is. But hold it, Raheem. You are a national treasure. Fortunately, it's in England, right? <laughs> that's the difference. Talk to talk to people about an information war. What have we just seen here? The shot across the bow last night. Well, there's two things that uh, stuck out to me about that. And by the way, I, I love the line. I will say on behalf of myself, really, because we were under the assumption you were talking on behalf of somebody else in this scenario. I mean, this is the kind of like you know, word salad gibberish you expect from. No, no, the, no, the faux gravitas. I want to say on behalf of myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lord. On behalf of oh, me, Christopher Newport. Christopher Newport. Christopher Newport Community College's greatest graduate, Cassidy Hutchinson. Continue on, They're Raheem. Not sending their best. They're not sending their best. But uh, you know, you look at this and you think, okay, two, two, two things here. Number one, Matt Gates has been through this before. Been through way worse than this before, which is certainly a reason why, uh, you know, on the back of everything that's going on on Capitol Hill right now, they will throw anything they can get here. Um, The second part of it that really stands out to me is, you know, this lady is now saying that effectively everybody that she worked with has taken a run at her at some point, um, that she never wanted to talk about it previously, that, it, you know, it's only, you know, on the back of the book coming out and back of the fight on Capitol Hill uh, that she suddenly wants to go on MSNBC and talk about these things. Um, And the story itself lacks any level of, uh, you know, seriousness because she's there, you know, grinning from ear to ear. You know, across from the table from Rachel Maddow going, well, I will say on behalf of myself, uh, you know, that I, I could never have possibly thought of even being near anybody like that when obviously she was working in close proximity to and had relationships and friendships with all of these people for several years. So it lacks the credibility. It's it's like you say, right, it's it's done at the right time. It's dropped at this time. But it's one of those like weak Hail Mary type things. I'm not a big American football guy, but I did catch the end of the Jets game this weekend. It seems like one of those situations to me. Yeah, no, it's and it, you watch the gaggles today when Matt Gates goes out, all the questions will be about uh, dating uh, about the national treasure that is Cassidy Hutchinson. Um, Raheem, let's go ahead and play. Let's play. I want to play the clip. This this interview is the best thing I've seen. Uh, and it's incredible. Let's go ahead and play the clip, and we'll have bring Raheem back in. We have a, a president, sadly, where the borders are the worst they've ever been in history. We keep, people can't even believe it. You know, when people from other places, other parts of the world, and even from our part of the world, when they look at this, including Democrats, by the way, they cannot believe that millions of people are pouring through our borders, and we have no idea who they are. We have no idea, and we're going to have to be living with this for a while, but we're going to do something in terms of deportation that's going to be a miracle. We're going to clean up our country. Our country is a mess. Our country is going down, and if we don't win this election, Raheem, I will tell you, 
If this election's not won by us, I don't think our country makes it. I think our country's going to be a tremendous failure. Uh, Raheem, the whole thing is, is quite powerful. Tell me, walk me through how this gets set up. Uh, you really cleaned yourself up, too, by the way. I'm very impressed. National Pulse represented well. You're a national Yeah, I got trainer. your hairstylist. I got your hairstylist in to sort me out. <laughs> they, um, you know, they reached out to us and, and we've been doing the Campaign Trail podcast and a lot of reporting on the Campaign Trail from all angles over the past couple of months. And obviously, you get an opportunity like that uh, down at Mar-a-Lago, uh, you know, uh, uh, amazing, amazing surroundings, amazing history there. And, and you want to do it right. You want to do it proper. And this is my uh, opportunity, by the way, uh, to thank the entire team. It's a it's a big team that we, you know, flew in there, got all the production correct, you know, to, to allow me to focus on the important stuff, which is which is interviewing effectively what I said to him. I said the most famous man in the world and not just now, not just right now. Uh, but you look at the column inches, the, the the book sales, the television time, all of this over the last couple of decades of, of President Donald J. Trump's life. And there can be no doubt, you know, besides the only other person that he mentions in that interview, that this you are sitting opposite an historic figure, whether you love him, whether you hate him. And you have to take that deadly seriously. I think there is so much uh, malfeasance in the media at the moment because I watch obviously I watch almost every single interview and and speech uh, that the man gives. And, you know, you look at Meet the Press as an example. And Meet the Press goes into that interview with the sole objective of debating him for their audience and and on behalf of their audience and certainly on behalf of their corporate board. What we went in there with was a very uh, keen idea of what we, you know, really wanted to get out here, which is, you know, who is this man? What makes him tick? You know, how does how is his mind operating at the moment? What are the key things, uh, you know, uh, at top of mind for him on a day to day basis? And and those are the things that you'll see will carry this campaign through. Those are the things that have got him, you know, not just dominating the field on the Republican side, but increasing his lead over the course of the summer, increasing his lead when everybody is spending hundreds of millions of dollars against him. Those are the things you look for. Uh, Raheem, um, what I found extraordinary, for someone that's had been so well-known to the public, for someone that's had so many column inches, and obviously is the most well-known person in the world today, in the modern world, I would posit people really don't know this man. That's what I find interesting about, you, you ask some questions, some really uh, questions I've never heard the president really respond to, because I don't think anybody's ever asked them. Give me a minute on that before we go to break. You, you really, this is not the typical, and I think we see it from that first clip, even about the deportation. This is not, <clears throat> this is not an interview like we've seen before. Yeah, and I think you know he was willing to open up a little bit here because he knew he wasn't in a gotcha situation. So I was really able to kind of talk to him about you know his time living in a studio apartment in Lenox Hill in Manhattan, talk to him about, you know, who in his life he misses the most. He talked about his brothers, um, talk about, you know, what kind of spurs him on and, and, and these personal questions. And I said to him, I said, I'm sick of having your opponents writing your autobiography for you in real time. I said to him, are you going to do this for yourself at some point? You're going to have to watch the full interview, which is out today for National Pulse members, um, to find out his answers to that. It's the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room, um, early access for Pulse members. It'll be out tomorrow for the general public. 
Okay, um, I'm going to take a short break. I want to come back. I got some more questions. A couple, another clip sure. from this extraordinary interview. Raheem Kassam, the founder and publisher, editor in chief over at National Pulse, a major interview with President Trump down uh, in Mar Lago. Uh, we've also got Cash Patel. We're going to uh, drill down more on the games that are going to be played today over the next couple of days. McCarthy speakership hangs in the balance as both the Senate and then Don Bacon and the problem solvers both make a run at the Patriots today in the nation's capital. Back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CC. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's at 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action. Use your agency do it today. Get the benefits of the sale. Mr. President, thank you so much for joining us here on the National Pulse. Thank you. I ask you about Mike Pence. He's being a bit of a d- about you at the moment. To sanctimonious. When you first used it, a lot of people kind of didn't get it. You're they love it now. People don't care whether or not he was loyal to you. I said, I think it does matter. I think most of the media is quite hostile towards you. They're globalists. Who knows why? put everything against the sanctimonious and he's not, he's not a talented person. Our country's going down and if we don't win this election, if this election's not won by us, I don't think our country makes it. Who do you miss the most? My other brother Robert, I was very close to, passed away two years ago. He was so proud of the fact that I became president. Do you look in the mirror and see, you know, the most famous man in the world or you just always been the same guy? I'm not famous person in the world is. Okay, welcome back. Um, Raheem, extraordinary interview. Uh, and I think what, uh, and I think the reason this audience will be so enthusiastic about it, about watching this, is not just the interview with Trump, but your growth. If you think about all the major media personalities that have, that have interviewed President Trump over the last, you know, 10 years, this is one of the most extraordinary interviews, and I think you're right. You, you, you had a foundation of trust to ask tough questions, important questions, questions that we want the answers for, like the deportation and others. But he realized you weren't, as he says, trying to play games. And the, the responses you got are extraordinary, and I think this will make a lot of news, and I want to make sure everybody in the audience 
gets access to it. Uh, so how, how do we do that? How does this audience see it? Yeah, thanks, Steve. I, I, I really think that's, you know, critical part of it here is, is, you know, going into these sorts of situations with good faith. Uh, I'd like to do it with a lot of the other uh, candidates. I'd like to do it with a lot of other public figures as well. I think there's, there's such a, a lack of, uh, you know, honest and good faith uh, interviewing out there at the moment that, that I think you don't have to go into a situation, you know, with your chest puffed out trying to be the big to do, you know, and I know this will sound strange to you, but often let your interviewees speak, right? Like that's, that's something that I think a lot of like Kristen Welker, I think probably racked up more time speaking than her interview subject in that in that meet the press so the audience can go to the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room um right after this show we're going to put the full interview up so people can start uh, watching it from uh noon today that's the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room uh it's it, you know you get your first month for free uh to be a national pulse member so it's not going to cost you anything to go over there and but the other thing i'll say is that you know these things as you probably know steve they're, they're not cheap i mean if you're cnn or you're nbc or you're some big um you know billion dollar corporate giant yeah sure like like ten fifteen thousand dollars to fly crew and equipment and time and all of that down there you know that doesn't that's not a lot of money it doesn't even register on the on the books um for a small startup you know real news organization like us whether we're trying to actually change the way people consume the news trying to respect people in the way that we present the news uh, via the app, you know, on the website, the, the, how, how quick and punchy things are, but how we allow people, you know, we send them to the sources if they want further information, all of those things. That's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of resources for us. We took our entire team down there um, to make sure that went off without a hitch. So if people do want to sign up, they do want to support, we really, really appreciate it. Yet we have no corporate backing. We have no advertising partners. There's no point being in hock to corporate advertising partners and these ad networks because they'll chuck you off, uh, you know, as soon as you do an interview with somebody like uh, President Trump. So once again, the URL, the website is thenationalpulse.com forward slash war room. I think when you see this interview with what I refer to as the American Cincinnatus, the modern Cincinnatus, the only other person I hear she's been called that is General Washington is uh, you'll understand, I think, after seeing Raheem's interview, that um, why he's up by 10 points. And I've seen internal polling shows him up more by that, more than that. If you look at the crosstabs, it's even more impressive. I think people understand it and, and why he's why his message is now getting out and reaching out beyond the MAGA movement, beyond Republicans. Uh, Raheem, uh, one thing there, and by the way, the reason that you, you, if the if your person you're interviewing is giving you great answers, you let them roll like President Trump. If they're not, then sometimes you have to have an intervention. Just saying, just saying, just saying. Hold it. You said something there. You don't bury the lead. Why would you? The the Keebler Elves are now officially the Seven Dwarves. Why would you have any interest? Tell me, anybody on that stage is of interest for you to interview, or did I misinterpret that? Do you want to interview Newsom and, and, and Whitmer and, uh, and Big Mike and the others that are actually going to be the opposing candidates uh, for or Bobby Kennedy? It can't be the, it can't be the seven doors. Well, no, I think, I think sociopathy is as interesting as success. So I'd love to sit in front of Chris Christie and find out, you know, what the heck would uh, compel somebody like that 
uh, to throw their hat in the ring and, and, and behave the way they're behaving in public, and, you know, just debasing themselves effectively. Um, but you can do it in a way that doesn't necessarily have to be combative or churlish uh, or anything like that. It's just like, hey, you know, uh, allow us to understand a little bit your mentality here. Allow us to to a little insight into your decision-making processes here, because, you know, as much as you can learn from those who succeed, you can learn from those who failed as well. And there's no harm in that uh, whatsoever. I hope at one point the DeSantis team allows me uh, the access to go in there and say, you know, and ask the man the questions like, are you sure yeah. like, that you made the right decision in having Adam Laxalt give you Jeff Rowe to run your campaign? If he's being honest, he's going to say that was the, you know, that was the start of the decline. Um, so, no, I think I think I would do it. Good luck with that. Uh, good luck on that mission. Uh, before I let you go, Semaphore has a what would mm. you would, in normal times be a blockbuster story, and I'm going to ask Cash the same question to tell people what what the, the investigative reporters over Semaphore have found out. And is this just a mister? Is this like Menendez too? These are misdirection plays right now on the eve of the first hearing on the uh, on the Biden impeachment. So, no, I actually don't believe so. Just before I get to the answer on that, I just I do want to stress something else just about that interview very quickly with President Trump. Um, I have never, ever met somebody so kind and generous in my life. And I don't mean towards me. Um, I mean, you know, in advance of the interview, he comes in. He asks everybody if they need anything. He's extremely humble. Uh, At the end of the interview, he's got another one you know, that he has to do immediately after, but he wants to make sure everybody in the room who wants pictures, who wants a handshake, who wants time, that he gives it to them. And it was just extraordinary to watch in person. He was so interested. He was asking us how the National Pulse is going, you know, what they can do to help, you know, all of these things um, that, that just stunned me. So I really want, you know, the audience to understand that, yeah, of course, sometimes uh, the man's up on stage and he has to be a little bit brash and he has to be the showman. Um, but behind all of that is is a is a genuinely genuinely caring and kind person, and 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 I sort of knew that before, but but this was this was something that stunned me. On the semaphore stuff, I got to tell you, um, I don't think this is a misdirection play. Uh, there has been a lot of investigation into Rob Malley for a while now. This is one of Obama and Biden's chief Iran nuclear deal negotiators. Uh, and the semaphore story effectively alleges that this man had Iranian uh, assets, Iranian government assets working for him, received clearance uh, at the U.S. State Department. And so there are huge questions coming off the back of this extraordinary reporting, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of D.C. media outlets, but they've done a fantastic job reporting this out. Um, this is one of the stories that Congress needs to, to wrap its head around quickly, hold those people in front of committees, in front of public hearings and say, hey, listen, you are an Iranian spy. What the heck are you doing at the heart of our government formulating national security policy? And who put you there? The answer to that question, by the way, is Obama's chief guy on Iran, Rob Malley, who was just suspended, by the way, from the Biden State Department. So, so there's a lot to suck on there if you're, if you're Joe Biden right now. Did, didn't he just, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't he just have his security clearance pulled and, and was rejected? That's exactly Malley? right. Did I read that correctly? That's exactly right. This is a huge, exactly right. this is a huge story. Okay, Raheem, one more time. This extraordinary interview, I think the finest interview I've ever seen with Donald J. Trump. How do people get to it? thenationalpulse.com forward slash war room. As soon as this show is done at noon Eastern time, we'll put that up for members of the National Pulse to view thenationalpulse.com forward slash war room. And uh, we're entirely grateful and grateful to you, Steve, for the time today. Cheers.
This has been so, this has been so professional how you've done this. I know that Alexander Priate, somehow I see the fingerprints all over this. But thank you so much for coming on, Raheem. We look forward to seeing the full interview. Thanks, Steve. Cheers. Cash Patel. Cash, uh, your whole book, your thesis, in fact, the, the driving aspect of your life is about what this semaphore story is about. Just, just tell me for a second how, how big a deal it is to find out that people in the Biden State Department, Obama State Department, with the highest security clearances, negotiating a deal that's absolutely central for peace in the world uh, and for the, uh, ge- the current geopolitics, that they have in- Iranian intelligence assets on their staff and they just have their security clearance revoked? How big a deal is that? Well, Steve, it's no coincidence. Remember, Jake Sullivan, the architect of the JCPOA, is is Biden's national security advisor. Jake Sullivan, along with O'Malley, are the ones that constructed a pathway to friendship to the number one state sponsor of terror in the world. And Jake Sullivan is the individual that just gave Tehran six billion dollars and six Iranian terrorist criminals um, over there. And this is not a coincidence. They are doing this in a calculated fashion. So this reporting does not surprise me. What surprises me is how little the press is covering this and how much we don't yet know of what they've already given the Ayatollahs and Mullahs in Iran, because what they've publicly said is just a piece of it. We've seen the UN nuclear weapons inspectors already be removed after we gave Iran $6 billion. So there's no more cops of any kind over there looking at the nuclear arsenal, which Iran is building to fuel nuclear weaponry against the United States of America. And I can't believe this isn't headline news, but I guess I can because uh, they're well, more it, worried. But hold it. But hold it. But 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 yo, yo, cash. Yo, yo, yo. If, if you were the general counsel over at House Intel and Devin Nunez was over there and Derek Harvey were over there, you guys would be up the mic this morning. If you would force it to be national news. Where where's Turner in the House? This thing's explosive. Why is House Intel out right now saying, hey, we're going to have hearings tomorrow. We're going to have a classified hearing in the morning and we're going to have public hearings on Thursday and Friday. You, Derek, Colonel Harvey and Nunez would have would have forced the issue. Where's Mike Turner and House Intel? Well, I think we were a different breed of cat, and you're the economic wizard on this one. And you know that this Congress and this Republican majority has difficulty doing multiple things at any given time. And I like a lot of the guys over there. They just don't have the ability to do multiple lines of effort. Right now, it's all CR, 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 and um, possibly the opening stages of a Biden impeachment inquiry, which they might get to in a year. Um, So adding this third but pivotal key piece of oversight to their uh, bailiwick is it's just not realistic but i mean this is uh, i'm gonna hold you through the break i got about a minute this goes uh-huh. all the way up to jake sullivan i mean this goes into the this not this goes in the west wing this goes to the center beating heart of the national security national security advisor national security council of our nation sir Yeah, Jake Sullivan is the quarterback of the JCPOA. Jake Sullivan is the guy that, remember, instigated Russiagate for Hillary Clinton. Jake Sullivan is the guy that went to the media and said Donald Trump's a Russian asset. Jake Sullivan has been putting out disinformation and getting in bed with Iran and courting the United States' Uh, democratic radical left to get over there with the Ayatollahs and somehow make peace because wait for it, there's money in it for all of them. That's why they're out there. And I think that's where all roads are going to lead is to the bank, the bank accounts 
of these individuals. But you're right. We've got nobody doing any oversight work, nobody issuing subpoenas. So we're probably never going to find out. They're going to get rich. And the state sponsor of terror, Iran, is going to get big. Where's the team of Nunez, Colonel Harvey, and Cash Patel when the nation desperately needs them? Cash, hang on for a second. We're going to get into government gangsters like Jake Sullivan in a moment. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Cash, what can we expect on uh, on Thursday? And I hope they're firing on the football because the Democrat Goldman and these guys, Jamie Raskin and Goldman, are going to be coming in hot. Uh, your book, Government Gangster, sets the table for what we're up against. Walk me through your pregame. Yeah, and Steve, I just want to take a moment to thank you and the War Room Posse because you've been a steadfast supporter of government gangsters, and here it is. Today is the launch date. It's there. It's out. It's on bookshelves. It shipped yesterday. It's arriving at homes today. You've been supporting this mission for 10 months while the Biden administration blockaded the release of this book. We took them to federal court and won. And so thank you for your support. Order it today. Order this book instead of the books talking about salad tossing and ridiculous lies about President Donald Trump. It's got all the answers in there about how uh, Congress should prepare for this hearing on Thursday, because like you just said, these guys are coming loaded for bear and get ready for the next iteration of Russiagate and a disinformation campaign. They know we've got them dead to rights on the Biden impeachment scandal, so they're not going to incredibly um, take on that line of questioning. They're going to deflect and turn the football back around at President Trump and come up with some other bogus scam and a misdirection, and the mainstream media is going to pick it up 
And we have to be prepared for that. We have to go in there demanding that the Adam Goldmans of the world cough up their uh, illegal scams, in my opinion, to enrich themselves with illegal insider stock trading when he committed to not doing that before he entered Congress. We've got to turn the screws back on the individuals doing the questioning. That's a big component of government gangsters. Why we give every one of these hypocrites a pass in Congress when they're taking out our Constitution and gutting our conservative republic uh, is beyond me. And unless we get fighters up there for all 27 sections of the five minute questions, then we're going to flop. I don't have much faith in this opening inquiry hearing. I don't even understand half the witnesses they're bringing. I mean, it's literally in here. The roadmap's in here. If you want to know how to do congressional hearings, if you want to know how to use the levers of government, if you want to know the inside secrets, how we carried the nuclear football and President Trump's agenda, the national security mission, it's here. It's shipped. It goes to your front door. Send it to every Democrat and get it out there and help me get it to back to number one on Amazon because it's either this book and great books that uh, Steve Bannon and company uh, write and put out or it's the fake news and we get crushed in the polls. That's what Government Gangsters is all about. Go there now, governmentgangsters.com, Amazon, get your copies today. You, you've, you've done this and you've laid out the case. That's why I want people to get this book on Thursday. Unless we come with some what we call muzzle velocity, I, I'm yeah. confused about these witnesses too. I, I'll be honest with you. And, and look, I think it's great to start maybe with the Ukrainian side because people should understand even the Senate CR of which they're running around, the Senate CR has almost no money for Ukraine because they understand it's politically toxic right now. But these witnesses for Thursday, are you are you concerned? that they're not going to grab people's attention about what really happened here? And if if you're slow and methodical, the Democrats are going to eat you alive? We don't have the ability to be slow and methodical with the mainstream media and the press coverage we get. This thing is probably not going to get covered at all because there are no, quote unquote, explosive precipient primetime witnesses. And that's the difference between running an investigation as a law enforcement officer versus running one in Congress. You don't have time to uh, put lipstick on a pig. You got to go out guns blazing. And the first person that should have been in that seat is Hunter Biden himself, along with the people responsible for funneling the money to the CCP. Not to mention the fact that, Steve, where are the subpoenas? It's like these guys forgot how to use congressional subpoenas. Remember, they prosecuted you and Navarro for bogus contempt hearings, and they have let Garland and Ray get away with congressional subpoena violations six times over. Not to mention the rest of the witnesses. They don't even have the documents. And they're bringing these guys in because they want a cheap headline. They want to get their buddies in the media to say, oh, look at what this congressional man scored uh, under oath. We, the American people, deserve more. And that's the roadmap in government gangsters. I know Congress doesn't want to do the tough work that gets them face punched in the media, but that's what we demand of them. And these witnesses, um, they might sound cool for a millisecond on Capitol Hill, but the rest of America only cares about one thing, the truth and the facts. And we don't have it because you let Adam Goldman's of the world run over you during our own congressional hearing. Just wait for it. Him and Nadler and Jerry Pants and everybody else is coming in hard for us. And they're going to drown out the truth, and we are going to miss an opportunity yet again. I just don't understand when these guys are going to learn. Uh, Cash, one more time. Had to get the book, but particularly on social media, people got to be following Cash because this hearing, remember the whole thing, oh, we can't shut down the government, we can't do this because you got to have these hearings. This hearing is dropped in the middle of this fight. It's not random. It's on Thursday, folks. Uh Cash has got amazing insight. 
he and Nunez and Derek Harvey ran house intel as it should have been. In fact, they were so good that Paul Ryan removed Nunez for a while because he didn't. Paul Ryan didn't want us to get to the bottom of of the nullification project that was coming out of the FBI and DOJ. Cash, where do people go to get you? Yeah, guys like Paul Ryan are government gangsters. They're labeled in here. I'm at Cash at KSH on Truth Social. I'll be firing away nonstop about everything. And governmentgangsters.com and Amazon. Go get your copies today. I got signed copies at governmentgangsters.com. And let's send this book up the Amazon charts. We got it on Walmart. We got it in Barnes & Nobles. But let's make this book number one and not the books that are lying about the greatest president, Donald J. Trump. You want the inside track? You want to know stories about the nuclear football, the Baghdadi raid, hostage rescue operation? operations and how to fix government go here governmentgangsters.com it is in people's homes today war room posse thank you and blast out photos of the book to everyone you know let's drown them out with the truth cash thanks for doing the book thanks for getting it going to court to actually get it released cash has been fighting this thing for years cash thank you so much thanks so much cash is cash is also going to ride shotgun with us on these hearings he's look if, you, if you're going to do this, you got to do it right. And, I mean, Seb Gorky, you know, Seb comes in and does the Thursday show with us, this Thursday evening show. He said the strategic communication side is quite important here. That's why I hope at least Stefanik and her team are on top of things. Because Goldman and Jamie Raskin and Rachel Maddow and that crew, they're just here to chop this up, make sure it gets no momentum and gets forgotten. It can't. This was bribery and high treason, and we got to get down to it. This whole situation in Ukraine, 60 minutes on that in Ukraine, we're paying, look, I think we're paying 57,000, what they call first responders and entrepreneurs. We're underwriting that. As you technically, this government shutdown, right, on, on Saturday, they're all wetting themselves over here on that. And, uh, and you can't, uh, and we're underwriting Ukraine. And now this hearing is going to start with Ukraine. If you're going to start in Ukraine, you've got to bring the heat. You're not going to get a free pass like they got with President Trump on impeachment. The whole reason we started the show back in 2019 for one reason. I didn't see anybody taking the impeachment seriously. Remember, people laughed at us, mocked us. It was fake news. No, 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 no. It was not. About to roll in again. Short break. Mike Lindell joins us on the other side. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 